Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Back on a Monday for you. Back on a Monday giving you all the good stuff. My name is Nick. I am the titular host of this podcast, which happens four times a week right now. Will that keep going on? I don't know. If I get more work, what the heck am I going to do? Stop! I don't really want to stop doing the podcast. I'm going to have to figure out something that works. That's down the road, though. No point in... Uh, catastrophizing down the road. This is a podcast, by the way, if you've never listened, that covers interviews occasionally. A lot of the time it's just me solo talking about self-care, talking about the news, giving little mini-reviews, answering your questions and comments. If you have one, please send them to Nick Flanagan. (laughs) No, that's not anything. Please send them to me at Flanagan... No. Please send them to weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com gmail is an unknowing sponsor of this podcast if you want to support me uh there's a couple of ways to do it if you want to support the podcast you can uh, go to nickflanagan.bandcamp.com pick up my album wiped privilege i would really appreciate that or you can go on spotify follow me listen to my album on spotify get it on an apple i whatever they call iTunes now and uh, pick up the album there I have two albums actually request the album on Sirius XM that kind of stuff uh, yeah that would all be very appreciated and um, yeah that's so far I've done nothing to prove why I should have your support <laughs> beyond introducing the podcast but that's because I'm just rolling into it quietly it's the beginning of the week give me a second What do I look like? Someone who can just start doing well immediately? Not my style. Not my style. I'm actually someone who doesn't necessarily always make a good first impression. But then when you stick around, you're like, I kind of get where they're coming from. Which is not a great thing to be like in society right now. Nobody has time to give you a second chance. Unless you're an old white guy. Which, basically, I am. But, for some reason... Actually, now that I think of it, I've had quite a few second chances. Look, stricken from the record... I'm selling books in Toronto. Check my Facebook for a list of books I'm selling at good prices. (laughs) I kind of think of this show as a combination of informative self-care wellness tips, ASMR, uh, the first part of WTF, which I've mentioned before, the part everyone skips over on WTF with Mark Marin, where he just talks about his stuff, and um, kind of like a review show, sort of like a Cable 10 swap show. A public access TV swap show. And also, sort of like a voice memo. So if that's all stuff you're listening for, please, another way to support the podcast, almost the most easy way to support the podcast, and uh, one of the most helpful ways is uh, tell your friends about it, and try and subscribe if you're into subscribing. (laughs) This entire episode is called How to Support the Podcast. What a weekend. Everyone's in the shadow of this Kavanaugh stuff. I'm not going to stay on it long. What's the point? 
We all saw it. We all know what's happening at its core here, right? What's happening right now is the means justifying the ends. That's what we're witnessing. The ends in this case being appointing someone to the Supreme Court who will vote most likely very pro-life and I mean, you know, the conspiracy theorists say that he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't uh, Kavanaugh wouldn't wouldn't indict Trump and that's a reason, but I'm not even going to go that far. I don't know anything about that. But I will say that there is no doubt that there is a lockstep and an us versus them mentality between the parties right now and people are swallowing their pride because they know this dude has done something weird. I don't know what exactly. I mean, I do because it's outlined. I just mean... Even the way he was so, like... Of course you drank when you were a kid, right? You're a judge. Is, is, the uni- is the human experience so universal that people of high moral character actually do the things that we feel bad that we did sometimes when we were kids? It would be a good thing if he seemed to have any level of accountability about it, but it seems like he just does that. Anyway, I don't care where you fall on the political fence with this. Just admit you know what's happening. And you don't even have to admit that. But I'll admit to you that I know what's happening. What is this music? I'm not going to tell you. There was nothing on the YouTube here that said I have to post anything, so you're not going to even... Okay, I'll tell you. This is uh, the YouTube channel Relaxing New Age Music. And this is called Ambient Music, Electronic Music, Nordic Ambient Music, Synthesizer Music. That's a pretty easy name to remember. So I feel your pain if you're going through pain about this Kavanaugh stuff and I'm sorry about the constant reminder of awfulness in various ways that's happening to people who have been through this stuff or people who have family that's been through this stuff. Um, It's really not easy and these are scary times and I think we may all just be forced to huddle together in our little enclaves and try to keep ourselves warm because my gosh is it starting to look weird. And that's what I have to say about Kavanaugh. We know what's happening. Deep partisanship at the expense of acknowledging stuff that goes way beyond bad bad behavior. Okay, one last thing. One last thing. Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. The lawyer. He put forward the idea that in this man, Kavanaugh's Brent Kavanaugh. I know his first name in case you were like, what's his first name? Kavanaugh. Brent. His uh, yearbook, he put in a bunch of weird codes. Mentioned the Devil's Triangle. Wrote this weird series of capital F's uh, before writing Happy Fourth of July or something. Or in the word Fourth of July. And I think that this boofing somehow got mentioned somewhere. This is apparently all code. FFFF is something like French um, you can guess some of the other F's they're dirty uh, find them feel them forget them what's uh, and of course all, all the 
republicoid. Republicoids! Don't you hate it when people... Don't you hate this thing where people, like, make dumb nicknames for shit they don't like? Jello Biafra started that, if I recall. So it is a Democrat invention or a left-wing invention, if I can recall. It's like, oh, when Richard Smelson... (laughs) Whatever, that's a bad one, but... Richard Obnoxion... He called John Ashcrack. That's what he called John Ashcraft in the in the <laughs> Bush years. But yeah, lib lib turds, you know, dumbo craps, like all of that stuff is just. It makes me think that we're we're so dumb. President Cheeto, what are we doing here? What's what are we trying to do? I love eating Cheetos, but I don't do it regularly. I'm just saying. We're reminding people of something that tastes good. They're going to associate them with a treat. You don't want to do that. Find them, feel them, X, forget them. That's the name of a mentor's song. That's what I think is so funny. This, like, high-level Yale guy is using the same disgusting language that El Duce used. Triangle, boofing, secret societies, Illuminati, skull and bones, jet fuel, steel beams, the dead walking the earth, (laughs) aliens growing from our backs, pigs that can talk. Donuts with no holes. I don't really know what all of those words mean next to each other. But I'm trying to say, rich people have some weird stuff. And uh, one day I really hope it all comes to light. Unfortunately, we'll all be dead and there will be people excavating it and being like, hmm, it turns out that um, Yale had this uh, sort of a concentration camp below it. Well, let me move on. Let me tell you what I got up to last night. I saw Wu-Tang Clan last night. It was awesome. I couldn't believe it. It was incredible. Kind of blew the lead there, but I don't want to give you any doubt that they weren't amazing. First of all, it was like a corporate event that was free, that was advertised all over Toronto. I mean, on the sides of cabs, everything. I asked for IRSVP'd for it and never heard back. And I had friends who did the same. And then I wound up getting to review the show. And you can check that out in Now Now Magazine, nowtoronto.com. That'll be out by the time you hear this, most likely. Maybe a little bit later. Maybe this Thursday. Anyway, it's not important. So I managed to get in. A bunch of my friends also got in. But I showed up you know, it was sponsored by a weed company in, in Canada because it's like a new venture, so they're trying to make a big splash. I don't know how much they spent, probably close to a million dollars or half a million. I have no concept of how money works. And there was like free promo 
crap everywhere, but I did get some socks out of it. I'm wearing them right now. I would rate their quality as a 5 out of 10, which is a step up for me in socks. And, uh, yeah. Uh, it was a real mill around crowd. Opener, Peter Jackson, terrible. I didn't even mention him in the review. Just so bad. Brutal. But that's how a rap show goes. Local opener, you're lucky if they're any good. And then Wu-Tang come out. RZA comes out first. And then after that, all seven other members, besides ODB, obviously, but his two sons are there. His one son's rapping all the ODB parts. And they just go through, enter the 36 chambers perfectly. They know all the lyrics. They know all each other's lyrics. They're filling in everyone's uh, lines if they miss a line. It was thrilling. And the city I'm from is one of these cities that was like, probably because it's an East Coast city, was super influenced by 90s hip-hop from New York. The impact that Wu-Tang... Uh, Smith and Wesson, Black Moon, Biggie, but especially the, and Mob Deep had, and all of the singles that came in around that time, whether it was Nine What You Want or whatever, Shine Bad Boys later on. It's not even hip hop, but Welcome to Jam Rock by Damian Marley was huge. Just trying to give you an idea of the kind of city it is. Reggae fied, East Coast, you know. They loved that stuff. And uh, they still do. There were some young people there. For sure. People younger than me. But there were a lot of me, my friends there. And people were just rapping along to every word. The Wu-Tang guys were so happy. I was worried they were going to do like a perfunctory corporate performance. Play for an hour and be out. They played for an hour and a half. Capadonna killed his verse on Winter Wars. Ghostface sounded great. Raekwon sounded great. You Got a Masticilla sounded great. I think allegedly Jizza may have been intoxicated by the midpoint and sort of shied away from doing anything. That's fine. It was all worth it. It was a venue at the bottom of the city. Not fun to get to, but definitely worthwhile. That's all. I just wanted to tell you that I love Wu-Tang. I got nothing funny to say today. I'm just welcoming you to the dang week. I got some work I gotta do now, so I'm gonna leave. But, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you took some time for yourself. And I hope that whatever's bothering you passes and is replaced by a peace. And, if you wanna use my Uber code, no, I don't have an Uber code. Send comments or questions to weeklypodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you're enjoying. Let me know if you want me to read your question on air. I'd be happy to answer any questions. All right, I'm going to go review the new Little Wayne album now. Maybe I'll talk about that tomorrow.